Hey everybody, just wanted to let you know that this week's episode is a previously recorded episode from a while back. With the holidays coming up and everything, Colin and I got a little bit behind on our recording schedule, so we didn't get to record anything new this week, but we thought it would be interesting if we put out one of our podcasts from before we actually started showing you our podcasts, so you can kind of see where we started and how our process has changed over time. It's pretty similar, but it's a little bit different. You'll also notice this episode is a lot shorter than most of our other episodes. But regardless, we hope that you'll enjoy this. And we might do this again in the future, depending on if you guys are interested in some of the other stuff that we've talked about. Also, in this episode, we'll mention some other things that we have already discussed that you haven't heard. So if you want to hear those, let us know. We'll probably put those out at some point, too. All right. Enjoy the episode. I'm inside your head. You are a loser, Eddie. Yep, I would assume that I'm insane. Hey, welcome back to the Other Brothers Podcast, the show where two best friends give their thoughts and opinions on any and all consumable content out there in the world. I'm Colin. And I'm John, and we are your hosts. Today, we're going to be talking about Venom. You know, that good old classic 2018 movie Venom. Starring ah. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. Colin, why don't you just give us a one-sentence, non-spoiler summary of Venom? I love it. That's not it. <laughs> what uh, happens? <laughs> one, a a one-sentence, non-spoiler summary. Space Goop comes to Earth to take over and decides it doesn't want to. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of half-spoiler, <laughs> but that's okay. I'll take it. Very cool. It, I mean, it's... It, the synopsis. As always, if you have not seen Venom, ignore Colin's <laughs> brief summary and and maybe don't listen to any more of this episode until you have seen Venom because we don't want to ruin it for you unless you want it to be ruined. Then, you know, that's on you. But there will be spoilers because that's what we do here. So I take it your initial thoughts are that you loved it since that's the first thing you said. It might not be a great movie. But wow, I I really enjoy it. I think it's so much fun. I completely agree. I really do like Venom. I haven't watched it in such a long time. It's been a long time since I have seen it, but I remembered not disliking it the first time. But I was like, it's not that great of a movie, but it's a movie and it's fun. This time around, though, I was so much more invested in it. I feel like I enjoyed it even more this time than I did the first time I saw it. I feel like every single time I watch this movie, I enjoy it more. And also... (laughs) Every single time I watch this movie, I forget what happens in this movie. Yeah, there was right? so much that happened that I was just like, oh, yeah, I guess that does happen in this movie. I mean, hey, that's fair. But we'll get there. Movie experience. Movie I know experience. we, since this came out in 2018, we did not just recently watch it in theaters. We definitely both watched it at our homes. And... Yeah, but I do remember seeing it in theaters. Okay. And I remember seeing it afterwards, and I thought I had it on DVD, but I did not. So I went to go buy it, and nowhere had it. So I ended up renting it on Amazon. Nice, as did I. Thank you, Amazon. (laughs) Not sponsored. For letting us watch movies on your platforms. I don't think I ever actually saw this movie in theaters, because when it came out, I was like, this is going to be a stupid movie. I don't need to see this. And so I never went to theaters to see it. And I've only seen it a couple times. I had that experience about a different movie, but we'll, we'll get there. Okay. I've only seen it a couple times. This might only be the second time I've watched it. But I did really enjoy it. I thought it was fun. I watched it in the complete darkness of my apartment. 
Hmm. And I decided to use headphones while I listen to it, just because oh. then it can be as loud as I want it to be, and I can be really in it. So that really kept me in the moment. The only thing that took me out of the moment was at one point my fiance called me, so I had to pause the movie, which you know I'm at home, so it's fine. But it took me out of the moment for a bit, it, for for a bit, it, for a minute. But luckily, Venom's a movie where that's not too big of an issue, I don't think. So it's all that's good. One of my favorite parts about streaming a movie too is that you can just kind of experience it at your own pace. Yeah, definitely. You got to pee, go pee. It's fine. Get yeah. a snack. I don't know. Oh my I god! Do like I watching. stopped and got ice cream. Oh, it was great. Wow, nice. Yeah, treat yourself. Treat yourself is right. <laughs> all right. So why don't we get into this? All right. Well. Uh, John, the opening credits for a split second, I thought I was watching Men in Black 2. Men in Black 2. <laughs> With the stars and the way that it just kind of goes through space, it felt yeah, very Men yeah. in Black 2. Hey, that's fair. I just put, in all caps, really brutal start to the movie. Between ship crash, with almost everyone dying on it, then very quickly after that, we see one person's alive and they take him in an ambulance and then the symbiote that is inside him destroys the ambulance, kills everyone in it, and takes over the body of someone else. What a start to a movie. Yeah, and, and we uh, we get introduced to a uh, childhood crush of mine, Jenny Slate, who plays Dr. Dora Skirth. Jenny Slate. Oh, the fir- very, all very, I thought, very glad to see her. All again. I think is I'm like, that's Mona Lisa. <laughs> yep. For those of you who don't know, Mona Lisa <laughs> is a character from Parks and Recreation, and Jenny Slate is the actress who plays her. This is a very different role from that for Jenny Slate, and I like it a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> I like it just as much. I, I thought that the way this movie started, though, was a really decent way to start a movie. It does not make you think it's going to be funny in the ways that this movie ends up being, because it's very serious, it's very suspenseful, and there's a lot of death at the very beginning of this movie, so like, that, holy that crap, is. what the heck is going to happen? And I do like that about it. Directly afterwards, we are introduced to Eddie Brock through possibly the most 90s introduction of a character ever. Oh yeah. And it's amazing. It is, it's awesome. My note literally says, what the 90s? Yeah. No, for sure. I think the choice of Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock at first for me, and I think this is probably part of the reason why I didn't see it in theaters, is that I think of Tom Hardy as this like muscly, cool guy, which is not what Eddie Brock is. So I was like, Tom Hardy as this like dorky, not cool loser guy? I don't know. But as we go through the movie, you'll see, I actually really think he does a great job as Eddie Brock, and I think it's really cool that he oh, is Eddie Brock. I think he's Brock. fantastic. Yeah. I also was really confused at first because I did not remember this movie. I was really confused. I was like, Venom is part of the Spider-Man universe, if we think about it, yep. which is why it's still owned by Sony and it's not owned by Marvel Cinematic Universe, Marvel Studios. Exactly. It's in association with, but it's not owned by Marvel. So I was really confused as to why we were in San Francisco. <laughs> because the whole Spider-Man everything takes place in New York. Yeah. So I was like, how do we get to San Francisco? But they do a really good job of just making that okay. Because yep. there's a scene where they talk about how he lost his job in New York because I don't he I don't went... think they I don't think it's quite a scene. I think it's more of a line. It's kind of a line. <laughs> but basically there was some incident at the Daily Globe, which also is not the name in the Spider Man universe. So I was a little confused by that. Like why mm-hmm. not Daily Bugle? I don't know. But Hey, it's fine. It got us to San Francisco, so we're good. I have an out there fan theory, headcanon, if you will. Sure, bring idea, it. Idea, thought. 
So we are getting Spider-Man No Way Home, which will have some form of multiverse thing. Some sort of connection, some sort of characters from other movies. Either Venom is going to go through some sort of portal thing and end up in that movie, or they're already in the same universe and Eddie just kind of does his own thing and sticks to his own place and whatnot. We'll see what happens and Let There Be Carnage. But I'm wondering who got Eddie fired in New York? And what if it is the amazing Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin? I butchered his name, but how amazing would that be? I think that'd be really cool. I would love to see where that goes. I had no no thoughts whatsoever about Venom being a part of the MCU, just because I've kind of taken oh, these movies have, as their I own have no thing. Idea. I have no idea if he's going to show up in No Way Home. I just have a feeling at some point there's going to be some sort of crossover, and I assume that it'll be on the MCU side rather than on the Sony side. I mean, that's fair. I would also assume it would be on the MCU side if it's going to happen. After we have that opening, we jump to six months later, and we see Carlton Drake, <laughs> the scummiest, richest man, a.k.a. who do we have in the real world that's like this? Elon Musk. Jeff Bezos. I mean, both of them. This guy is so astonishingly evil, and I'm all for it. I mean, yeah. No, for real. <laughs> it's just, yep, I'm an evil guy. I'm, Yeah. <laughs> So they have these three it. symbiotes. They lost one, but they still have these three. Real, and... real quick, real quick. Yeah. Do you remember the controversy that surrounded this movie leading up to its release about the, the difference between how they pronounced symbiote versus symbiote? And in all the trailers, this I remember I remember no, a couple of things from the... I so don't. when the trailers started coming out, there was a whole lot of people who were very mad that all of the characters in the movie were calling them symbiotes. Not symbiotes, symbiotes. Oh. And it was so bad that they re-edited <laughs> and reshot parts of the movie and ADR'd what, however they did it to fix it for the final release. Wow, I did not know that. Yep. <laughs> I really didn't. That's people, crazy. People were very mad about that. It's fine. I would have been mad about it too, probably, <laughs> if I knew, because it's wrong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's a last airbender move right there. Yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about some of the other controversies that had to do with this movie, but that, that was one of the biggest ones. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I did <laughs> not know that. Amazing. That's crazy. I think it's crazy how evil they make him right off the bat because oh, they're just yeah. testing these they're just testing these symbiotes on animals, which, I mean, animal testing is a thing. That's fine. But then without any ramification for it, he's just like, all right, bring in humans. We're just going to put these alien things <laughs> into human bodies and see what happens. Yeah, this worked on one rabbit. This will be fine. Yeah, I cannot believe that. Then... But that <laughs> does a great job of showing just how crazy he is. And the, the whole Isaac, you know, Bible story to just uh, bring in the next one. Yep, pretty much. Amazing. Like how, I all, my only thought was how many times did he tell stories like that? Like, did he do that for every person or did he just stop caring? Yep. My next note just says, honestly, the effects in this movie are really well done. Yeah, they hold up surprisingly well. And honestly, most of them are pretty good. Mm -hmm. Watching through it, there are some moments that I'm like, uh, we'll get there. but, we'll get but there. there's a lot of good in terms of the effects yes. in this movie, and it kind of blows my mind. So at one point, we're dealing with Eddie being chased down by Dr. Skith, who says, hey, they're killing people. You should come check this out. And she brings him in. It is pitch black outside. And within how, how long do you think? Maybe like 20 minutes? He's breaking out and it's daylight. I didn't notice that. That's one thing that I did <laughs> not realize happened. You make a good point, though. Yeah, I don't know. 
I feel like time could have gone by a lot slower from when they got there to when he broke out. Maybe not that long, because I feel like he would have still broken out in night normally. Otherwise, it would have been a lot easier to know who he was. <laughs> yep. But I feel like it probably ended up being more than 20 minutes time just between walking from wherever they parked the car secretly to getting their access. Oh, well, no. Then... When they when they go in, the security guard is uh, walking by and she's like, no, no, go in there. Go in there. Take pictures and I'll take care of him. And outside, like it shows windows of the outside, it is pitch black. And he goes in and starts taking pictures. And that's when he notices his friend gets infected by the a symbiote breaks through a wall, and it's daylight. Well, you know, <laughs> you have proved me wrong yet again, Colin. I, that is um, my goal, is to just ground you down and make you feel terrible, because that's who I am as a person. Wow, what a good friend. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, at this point, Eddie Brock and Venom are now in the same body. Eddie Brock doesn't know what's going on. He thinks he's going crazy. He is eating a lot of food. He is throwing <laughs> up a lot. He feels like he's just... You know, they, they do a real good job of not giving him, like, a a shirtless eight-pack scene, and just making him look like the whole movie, it's its amazing. There's a meme about it, and I love that meme because it's true, but it's, like, accurate to his character. Yeah. So I think that's so cool. Uh, one moment that I really enjoyed out of this movie that made me laugh a lot harder than I thought it would was when Venom first says, Hello, Eddie, the little shriek scream that he gives and knocks himself out in the bathtub. Yeah. Amazing. Uh-huh. Awesome. Awesome. It's so cool. I remember the first time I saw this movie, I was like, the only Venom that I knew before this movie was the Spider-Man Venom, when all that Venom really did when he was attached to Spider-Man was like, give him a new suit. And that was about it. It didn't do anything else. So when this movie happened and it like enveloped his body and he became this other being, I was like, that's not Venom. But it is, and I mm-hmm. think they do a really good job of feeding into the realism of what that, and I'll, even though Venom doesn't like the word, that parasitic relationship is between Eddie and Venom and how they're both trying to like control this body at the same time. It's kind of crazy. Yep. I like how the rage symbiote goes into that Asian market, kills a whole bunch of people, tries to eat an eel, and then just sees the old lady thing there and it's like, yeah, that'll work. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. We're going back in time a little bit, but he, she, he, he, he. I'm assuming he rages a he. They. We'll go with riot. They. Yeah, probably riot. So. That's that's it. Not rage. Riot. Um, yeah. we, after the six month time jump, comes up to this little girl, and it's still the old lady. It's like I'm surprised I, that old lady lasted as long as she did. Well, I, I get that some studio exec was probably like, we probably have to keep the same character that way the audience knows that it's still the same person. But yeah. honestly, if you have someone walk like they're in the movie, it follows. I feel like people are going to know, but I really enjoy the fact that Rage was like, this old lady body, this works, this'll do. And then, yeah. then uh, sees the little girl walking into the bathroom and is like, oh, evil, gives a little like eye flicker thing. While funny, gross to say and talk about, but hilarious. Oh, it's great. I really, really like the relationship between Eddie and Venom because... It's so funny to me because he's like terrified of Venom, but also he kind of relies on Venom and like Venom's his only friend at some point in this movie because like he's literally alone and Venom is the only thing that's there for him. But Venom's also like, I'm going to eat people. (laughs) And Eddie's like, please don't. (laughs) And that's really all he can say because he has no control. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And and, uh, Venom learning about human mannerisms is great. 
Yeah. I also wrote Venom's almost heartfeltness is so weird because there are just moments when like you feel like he cares. Yep. But literally his purpose for coming to Earth is to eat everyone. And bring his friends. That way they can and bring his friends. everyone. Yes. Yeah. But that's it. That's the whole purpose. And then he's like, but I like you. I'm like, that's weird. Why do you like him? Yep. But okay. Why do you like him? Yep. But okay. Antihero movies just in general confuse the heck out of me. Like emotionally <laughs> and mentally. Because they make me want to like the evil good guy. Like I like Venom in this movie. Even though he eats people. Because that's the purpose of the movie. Antihero movies are like this and it confuses me a lot. But I like it. Yeah, and like you were saying, the the relationship between Venom and Eddie really does help sell that. Yeah. And speaking of relationships in the movie, Dan is remarkably chill. Oh, um, Dan is so chill, it's weird. <laughs> and it's kind of great. <laughs> and one of my favorite scenes in the movie was when Eddie's talking to Anne, and Dan's on the phone, and Eddie's like, oh, Dan's there? Priorities, priorities. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Cool. All right. Yep. Dan, yep. help. <laughs> help. Dan. Yes. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> so Eddie escapes from the lab the first time and he goes home and he's very confused just in general for a long time. But then at some point, these people come and they find him. And when they do, Venom kind of takes over and kicks all their butts. It's super cool. And it's an awesome fight. Scene. Oh, it's an amazing fight scene. <laughs> and then with the, the bike chase, that's so cool to me. And the use of Venom's powers through all that is just so awesome. Oh, it's it's amazing. And they do a great job of showing that Venom is in control of Eddie's body, or at least can take control. And the whole idea yeah. is that they have to work together to maximize that nature. And and it really reminded me of the movie Upgrade. Was that the name? I'm going to look this up real quick. That's fine. I don't know Upgrade. Yeah. All right. So there's this movie called Upgrade where this guy ends up downloading AI into his body. Though it's more of a horror movie, and uh, spoiler alert for that movie, things don't go well. But it reminded that fight scene reminded me of a fight scene from Upgrade, where Eddie the whole time is, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm not trying to do this. Meanwhile, Venom's just off killing people, and it's amazing. That's awesome. I wish this movie was rated R. They apparently were going to go rated R, but decided upon going for a PG-13 movie, which is why there isn't nearly as much blood or as much insanity, which works for a lot of comic book movies and a lot of movies in general. But I feel like with Venom, super violent graphic deaths mixed in with the comedy style, I feel like would have really worked. I feel like this is the point where you could use the boys' level violence and have Mm -hmm. it work. Yeah, no, I think it would definitely work. I think they did a good job of, like, making it seem like there was that level of violence. Yeah. Because there there was, they just didn't show a lot of it, I think. And this is a little bit of a jump, but like the moment Riot walks into a room, makes his arms into two giant blades and just swings them across the entirety of the room (laughs) and kills everybody in there in one fell swoop is one example of it being very, very messy and awful, but they just don't show the mess part of it. So we have this whole fight. And they're going through the city of San Francisco, and then they eventually end up catching Eddie and separating him from Venom because of him going to Anne and Dan, Mm -hmm. and the MRI machine has that awful sound frequency, which is very, very bad for symbiotes. Yep. It literally disconnected them. It took Venom out of Eddie, and Eddie kind of, like, ran away. 
And because Eddie didn't have Venom at that point, he got captured <laughs> pretty easily. Yep. My question, though, is after Drake interrogates Eddie and asks him about Venom, yes. why doesn't he just kill him in the lab? Oh, because he's got plot armor. Yeah, I know. But why doesn't John, he just... John, John, Plot armor. So the woods are a better option. Well, Drake doesn't want to kill him in the lab. I mean, he yells at the other guy about getting blood in his lab. But so many other people have died in that lab, I feel like it doesn't make sense. Well, they, they died because they got exposed to symbiotes. I understand that. Lab science. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, re- yep. Real quick, I want to go back to that action scene. Uh, okay. I know we're talking way out of order for this movie, but there, there's three moments. I was looking at my notes. There, there's three things I want to bring up. The first is when they they finally crash over the side of the hill and, you know, there, there's yeah. no there's nowhere to go. And Eddie's like, there's no road. And Venom's like, no worries, I got this. And the, the really intense guitar music starts. Yep. The chord that they chose and the rhythm that they chose, all I could hear was Memory by Sugar Colt. Okay. Here, I'll, I'll play just a, a snippet. Just, just oh, my goodness. You can edit over I love this like. song. Yeah, this is just... That's the same, right? Like, I know it's just a guitar being, like, just yeah. a simple stroking guitar. But, oh, my God, that's all I could hear. <laughs> and so when the when this actiony chase scene is going on, all I can hear is some pop punk song. That's awesome. Then when that's they, so funny. They, they finally crash Eddie into the river, and they just start firing into the river. No care. Just just shoot. Yep. And also, I at this point, before the whole chase scene starts, Eddie's like, I have a parasite. This is all going on in my mind. When that ha- When they crash... And Eddie's talking to Venom, and Venom's head kind of comes out and is talking, like, in the weird, how do you get someone to talk to themselves, Jacqueline Hyde style, without just having one person do the golem switching back and forth. Yeah. It was clever. But yeah. I would assume that I was still insane, especially with the fact that Venom's line to Eddie is, I'm inside your head, you are a loser, Eddie. Yep, I would assume that I'm insane. Yeah, that's and then, totally uh, fair afterward when Anne shows up and is like oh my god that's my friend's apartment what's going on i love this universe and i love how 90s it is especially when the cop responds there's bodies all over the city tonight go home yeah (laughs) just i love that line i love it amazing i mean it kind of exemplifies how brutal this movie is yeah and also is very funny also to you and me at least yeah (laughs) why why wasn't it drake's men that stopped venom at the at the newspaper place do you know what i mean when when eddie's dropping off the phone and is like here here's your evidence head do the right thing or do the right thing head and then draws the arrow pointing at the phone it's the cops that show up because his friend calls the cops to say hey yeah. someone's broken in wouldn't it have made sense for it to be drake's men though because one it's a cover-up but also like he just straight up like hulk loki's like one of the guys like picks him up by an ankle and uses him to like beat and kill other cops like wouldn't this scene make sense for him to be killing drake's men that way eddie's just not like or venom's not just tearing through cops because they're dying Th- those guys are dead they're they're yes very, yes very they are dead so yes but also at this point i think it kind of works that venom's just destroying cops because venom doesn't know any different that doesn't happen till later so yeah, right now, that's fair. Venom just killing whoever's in his way, because <laughs> that's what Venom knows. But yeah. Though, I do have to say, Anne showing up and saying the line, hospital, now, 
that that would be the moment that I would have an internal moment of peace because right then would go, oh, thank God, I'm not insane. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, oh, this is actually happening. Oh, this is reality. Yeah. Huh. But that also is the moment that Anne was like, I made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so along with Venom killing these police officers, we get a decent amount of kills in this movie, people being thrown out windows and whatnot. But I think my favorite is when Venom just decides to bite someone's head off. Well, yeah, I mean, that's like Venom's MO. That's what he really wants to do all the time. Oh, I'm not against um, it. I, I love it. I yeah. think it's amazing. I, I think it is stupidly over the top. And I wish that the violence had matched the rest of that, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I The reason I think I like it the most is just because of Eddie's reactions to it. And then when... Anne is Venom for that one part, and she bites off a person's head. Yep. I also think that that's hilarious. It just cracks me up. <laughs> Speaking of which, that was an odd choice by the movie. That was great. I loved it. But yes, it was very strange. I was like, huh? But okay. Oh, let's talk about... Let's talk, you, you brought up the scene where they're uh, getting ready to launch the rocket, and the evil guy is just enjoying being evil. And he's like, no, we're going to launch the rocket now. I'm, I'm going to fly it, actually. And, and as soon as he says that... The guy behind him gives this look of, wow, my boss is insane. Well, and it's then... the part when he says, I'm not alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we are not alone. And then he's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And that's why he dies. Yeah. Oh, and, that and poor man. And that scene was also another scene that was brought up that had a lot of controversy surrounding it with the trailer. People were very angry with how bad that scene looked in the trailer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like, if you go back and watch the, the trailer where that was shown for the first time, people were very unhappy. It, it just huh. did not look good at all. And they, they made it look a lot better. It's not great, but they definitely improved it much better than it was in the trailer. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the trailer. I honestly couldn't tell you, but that is actually really funny, I, I just remember people um, being very upset. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like even after this movie came out, people were just really upset. But I enjoy it, so I don't really care. Yeah. So then we get into our uh, big fight, big ending fight, big big punching fight, big CG punching fight, CGI punching fight. Yes. What a mess. (laughs) What a mess is right. But what a fun time. I mean, fun. I just wish that, like, I could tell who was who and actually see what was going on. That would that would be nice. I had I had a fun. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, no. I mean, I think it's fun too. Um, it is definitely messy, but at least you know, at least Riot is like a subtle shade of lighter gray than Venom is his shade of black. Yep. So, just you know, get a better TV that shows better <laughs> color. I don't oh, know. My bad. Yeah, no, that, you're right. <laughs> yeah. That is my fault. It's all your fault that you couldn't tell. No, it was kind of weird, especially when, like, they were, like, trying to fuse in some way. And mm-hmm. then I was like, I don't know where anybody is. Yeah. And, and then and, everyone was just <laughs> sucked inside Riot at the same time. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. And then uh, we get the, you know, Riot, Riot's definitely dead. Riot's been killed. Oh, no, Eddie. Eddie's been stabbed through. Yeah, Eddie is is 100% dead. Yep. Eddie died right there. That's, that's how the story ends. Eddie just, Eddie's dead. Oh, no. I mean, like, yeah, it was obvious that that wasn't going to be the case. But I will say it kind of, Eddie getting stabbed definitely still caught me off guard. Um, mm-hmm. Like, did I think he was going to stay dead? No. But I was like, oh, wow, that's a big knife. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm like, that would hurt really bad, and he would be dead if, you know, Venom was dead. Yeah. But he wasn't yet. Yep. And then we get the same trope again after uh, they blow up the rocket with Venom. And honestly, if this was a standalone, no sequels didn't work, that death would honestly be kind of a downer. But then knowing Venom and Sony's grand plans, it felt the same level of 90s cheese. Yeah, no, I mean, I think if that was a standalone movie and all that it was, that would be a very good place for Venom to die. Yes. Because it makes a lot of sense, and there is no reason that he wouldn't have. I'm happy that he's not dead because that means more movies, yay. But it definitely worked. It was a very effective thing. You were like, oh, crap, he's gone until you hear his voice in Eddie's head in the next scene. And then you're like, oh, okay, great, he's not dead. But Eddie's not telling anyone else that he's not dead. (laughs) Yeah. Eddie's keeping that to himself now. Yep. And then Stan Lee makes a cameo. I was very happy to see Stan Lee. Yes, he does. Yes. Forgot about that completely. Can we talk about in, like, that last scene, when he goes to see Mrs. Chen Mm -hmm. um, in her little store, how she was way too calm (laughs) about a man being eaten in front of her. See, my, my thought was that maybe she's just in shock. Maybe or she's that would just be a better kind of really thought. okay with it. She was like, Eddie, and he's like, <laughs> I have a parasite, and then that's it. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, that's fair. Speaking of which, that scene I remember from the trailers. This is like the only other scene that I remember from being in the trailers. The the whole turd in the wind line. I remember seeing that in the trailers and going, Wow, that's really dumb. I hate that. And then watching the whole movie and being like, Oh. I guess they cut it from the movie because everybody hated it. And then it was at the very end, and I was like, wow, that was a choice. Looking back on it now, though, at a rewatch a couple of years later, I loved it. thought it was great. It was so stupid. It, w- it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's why I like this movie <laughs> as a whole. It doesn't shy away from the stupid. It kind of just embraces it. Oh, yeah, the humor was So that makes, it, that makes it not, like, cringy bad. It makes it silly funny. And it's a nice contrast to the dark, awful thing that Venom is. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we have a lovely end credit scene, post credit scene, where we get to meet Woody Harrelson. (laughs) In an amazing wig. In a terrible wig. (laughs) Oh, it's horrible. (laughs) My God, what a wig. Yeah, that, that was another thing that they got completely, like, ridiculed over when the movie was released. Yeah. Um, And they changed it. Yes, they did. They They fixed it. They made it way better. (laughs) (laughs) They just gave him something that looks like hair. (laughs) (laughs) It made me so happy to see Woody Harrelson, too. And I'm I'm genuinely excited for Let There Be Carnage. I am, too. I'm excited to see what it is. Yeah. (laughs) More than just what the trailer shows. Because the trailer doesn't really show much in terms of what it could be. Yeah. All we know is that... There's carnage. I'm hoping that there's more 90s level jokes and humor and overall aesthetic still. Like, I I hope that that vibe still kind of stays. Oh, I'm sure it will. Um, I feel like it will because that's what made this movie okay. Yeah. And without it, um, this whole franchise would kind of fall apart. So I kind of, I also hope that. But yeah, I think that Let There Be Carnage will be good. I'm hopeful for it. Yeah, me too. And then again, when I get my hopes up like this, that's when I'm thoroughly disappointed. So hopefully I'm not thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> I'm So I, I'm excited for the movie, but I'm not expecting great. I'm expecting an okay movie that knows exactly what it is at being just dumb 90s action humor. 
Yeah, I'm kind of expecting it to be almost the exact same level as this movie. Yeah. Because that's kind of where I'm at with this movie. Also, I totally, either the first time I watched this, did not wait for a second scene at the end, or just forgot that there is a post credit <laughs> scene for Into the Spider-Verse. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't remember if it happened in theaters or not. I don't remember if, I don't know if it happened in, I'm pretty sure it was in theaters. I feel like it would have had to have been in theaters. And I remember not being excited for Into the Spider-Verse because I was like, oh, it's a cartoon. I'm not excited about that because I was dumb. Um, and I say because I was dumb because I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is one of the best comic book movies ever made and one of my favorite movies I've ever seen. Yeah, I love Into the Spider-Verse so much. I think it's such a good movie. But I will say watching this post-credit trailer for it did not make me excited about it, even though I know the movie. But watching it again, like right now, I was like, this animation's kind of weird. And like the movie animation yeah. is kind of that animation, but it's better. It's like it was restructured and made a little bit more like detailed than what was in this post-credit scene, I think. And not only that, unless but I'm they, wrong. Well, they, they picked a weird scene to show off. They did. Well, they picked a funny scene because... Kind of. I mean, they picked an action scene mixed with a funny scene. And that scene yes. in the movie is great. But I don't know. It, it felt like a weird scene to show off out of what they could have shown. You know, yeah. especially showing off. Hey, by the way, Peter Parker's dead. <laughs> okay, movie. That being said, though, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Watching it this time with after watching Venom made me want to go watch Into the Spider Verse again. Hey, that's fair. So <laughs> overall, Colin, hey, real quick though, I forgot. After the Into the Spider Verse end credit scene, they bring back to just show off like the thank you distributed by part. Yeah. They dramatically brought back the end credits music, and it is possibly way too epic. That music after okay. the end of the Spider-Verse scene, go back and listen to it. It is okay. in, like over-the-top intense, and I think it was on purpose because it's funny. That is funny. It's amazing. Wow, yeah. Okay, I'll have to go and listen yeah. to that because I did not. <laughs> I was like, all right, I know this is it, and I like fast-forwarded through the end. But yeah, okay. That's hilarious. So, Colin, overall, oh, what'd you think? Right, What's one, your rating? One second, one second. Okay. So overall, I think I would rate this movie as a four. I okay. had so much fun with this movie. When I first saw it, maybe like a three, three and a half. But it, being able to enjoy how cheesy it is, oh, made it. Love it. It's a great movie. Awesome. Okay. What about you? What, what, where, cool. where are you sitting? What are you thinking? So I, last night when I was thinking about it and I was writing my notes, I put, I put between a three and a three and a half out of five because i was like well i mean i'd watch it if it's on i enjoyed it but it's not like i'm gonna really go out of my way to regularly watch it but also i did pay money to rent it to watch it mm. so keeping that in mind i think i'll bump it from a three to a 3.5 to a 3.5 to a four so i'm like kind of in that range okay of yep. like it's still not like one of my top tier movies mm -hmm. that would be like a four or a five because it's not in my personal opinion, like, that great, especially compared to other, like, superhero movies. Oh, 100%. Um, I understand. That. I love the campiness of it. I love the, the silliness of it. I love the darkness of all of it. I do. <laughs> but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. If it, like, is on or whatever, I will gladly sit and watch it, though, because I did enjoy it a lot. 
So it's more. I guess it would be more than a three because three is very average. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is average. I think this is above average, but it's not like we just did one on Shang Chi. I would rate Shang Chi above. Oh, hands down, Venom. Yeah, <laughs> and Shang Chi. We I put at a four, so yeah. that's why I'm putting this. No, that, at that's a three fair. That's fair. That is one hundred percent. That's fair. where my rating is. So that's what I'm at with that. All right, sweet. Well, that has been our conversation and review of Venom, the 2018 movie starring Tom Hardy, in a nice preemptive thought of Let There Be Carnage, which is coming out this week. I'm very glad that we watched this before this movie comes out. Oh, yeah, me too. I think it was a really good idea because now I'm like kind of pumped for Let There Be Carnage, honestly. Yeah. So if you made it through this whole podcast and you enjoyed what you heard, don't forget to rate us five stars on whatever podcast listening place you like to use. And if you didn't enjoy what you heard today, I've heard that the Life Foundation is currently looking at having more subjects sign up and you're more than welcome to go join their queue. Uh, still go give us that five-star rating, though. There are new episodes of Other Brothers Podcast every Tuesday. If you have any suggestions for what we should review next, you can let us know on Twitter at Other Bros Pod. I've been Colin. I've been John. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Other Brothers Podcast, and we will see you next time. <laughs> see you guys.